This is the Hide and Horn Sampler, presenting short stories, reflections, and other general musings from saddle makers across the country. I'm your host, Ian Halligan. In a career spanning 25 years, Annie Stevens' work in leather and saddle making has also included workshops and exhibit curation. In this episode, Andy reflects on his experiences at the Western Folklife Center during his time working and living in Nevada. That gathering in the Masters deal that we did in Elko, I can't remember what we did. We did four or five years of that. It was actually an idea I had and I went to make Glacier with and she would just, they were all over it to to promote it and and to produce it. But it was bringing in and I kind of went through and thought real hard about four or five guys I could bring in that I knew could uh, check their egos at the city limits. Because that's the thing about this industry. Anytime you're dealing with art or anything like that, we all have egos. And, you know, some people are humble about them and some people are not so much. But but we all, we do have all a sense of confidence about our work, which we have to. Because, you know, we can't we can't sell our work unless we have confidence in our work. And, you know, some of it can be misconstrued as cockiness or, you know, ignorance or arrogance or you know, whatever you whatever adjective you want to call it. Uh, but I formulated a group of guys that I knew could all get along and teach. And we brought in these group of people from first timers to people that were accomplished saddle makers, leather stampers, artists, whatever into this group of about between 30 and 40 people. And there was five of us there teaching. And these people got to see five different ways of doing things to end up with a finished product and different styles of carving and different ways of going about, you know, drawing. They could take a little bit from each one of us or they could go, oh, Don Butler's style really, you know, and way he does things. I understand that. I get that. Or Bob Park, oh, I understand his way of doing it more so than mine. And uh, we had some great feedback from it, and it was fun. Us instructors learned more than the students ever did, you know, just because all of us getting together, and we just we just talked about things and discussed things and just had a lot of fun doing it. Who all was in the workshop? Through the years, we had uh, Don Butler, which since passed away, Gaylord Thistle, which since passed away, uh, Pedro Padrini, Barry King, Steve Meekum, myself, Bob Park, Douglas Krause. Eddie Brooks would come in one day during the deal and kind of, you know, help people out too. And so, yeah, there was eight, nine of us through the years that helped put that on. Okay. And taught that. Um, you mentioned that you did curation work for the WFC. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? I've curated a handful of shows over the years, which I really enjoy doing. And most of them, I, I did them all in conjunction with uh, Western Folklife Center with Meg Glazier. And uh, God, they were fun, you know, just. We did a really big one called Expressions of the West. And it was at that time, it was all makers under the age of 40. And it highlighted a lot of young talent at that point. Man, it was a lot of fun. I got to know a lot of people through that deal, too. Get to work with some people I had never worked with before. And, you know, I, I like setting those shows uh, because they're just fun. 
This has been the Hide and Horn Sampler. This program is made possible in partnership with Culture Conservation Corps and with the support of a grant from the Wyoming Cultural Trust Fund, a program of the Department of State Parks and Cultural Resources. This program is also supported in part by a grant from ThinkY Wyoming Humanities. This story was written and produced by Ian Halligan. Music was provided by Danny Huggins. Find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Hide and Horn Podcast. <laughs>